0: Welcome to Eclipsed, a Heroes Podcast, where two old-school heroes, fangirls, talk about the show and defend its honor. My name is Rachel.
1: And I'm Keisha.
0: And today, we are talking about the fifth episode of Season 2, Fight or Flight. Now, before we get into the episode, Keisha has a tiny bit of new news this week. Woo! Take it away, Keisha.
1: I just have a little smidge, a small smidge, and honestly, it's interpretive at best for being on here, but, you know he was on here so sure why not (laughs) um so uh zachary quinto was in the stage production of the boys in the band that was put on by ryan murphy and they filmed a film version of it that they are releasing on netflix and so now we have a trailer and we have a date it's gonna be out september 30th um yeah so that's pretty cool it's uh it's a play from, I think it was written in the 60s, and it was really groundbreaking at the time, because it was an all-gay cast. Like, the whole story is just about gay men. And uh, I'm really excited to see him in it, because I think he plays, like, this really, like... H- how do I want to describe it? Um,
0: <laughs> I saw a picture in some article of, of him, and I was
1: like, ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that kind of... <laughs> you just see the photo, you go, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of That's kind of it. Um yeah, he he's a central part of the of the story, I will say that, cuz I've read the about what role he plays. So, yeah. So, yay! New New Quinto. Woohoo! Yeah, it qualifies
0: mm-hmm. as new news. We always talk about casting and this kind of stuff in here, so. Yeah,
1: yeah, why not? Mhm. Plus it's his uh Ryan Murphy reunion, so there's no bad blood there, even though, you know, the American Horror Story thing didn't work out, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Well, that's uh, he's a very busy man. <laughs> <laughs> We both know <laughs> that he was so bummed out about how Threadson went because he was trying to do his whole, like, I'm not playing bad guys only anymore thing. Yeah. And they just kind of sprung on him the level of what was going to occur. Uh, but he's so good at it. My God. Mm-hmm. He's so good at it. And now look what he's doing. Exactly. Whatever. I'm not I'm not getting into it again. So mm-hmm. we've already had to cut me complaining about it so many times. So it's fine. <laughs>
0: Mine. Welcome to Eclipse to Zachary Quinno podcast.
1: <laughs> Did you ever think it was going to be anything but true?
0: <laughs> very true, very true, ma'am.
1: Yeah. Anyway, let's begin the uh, actual episode.
0: Yes, yes. Let us. What is the name of this episode again? Let us fight or flight into this episode.
1: <laughs> oh, boo!
0: Boo! <laughs> Agreed. That's okay.
1: I always said it backwards in the day. I was always really bad about saying flight or fight. Mm. I was like, oh, it's not that. You know.
0: yeah, it's close enough.
1: No. They, accuracy, they can yeah. be
0: interchangeable, you know? It's not like it's... I guess. But yeah, it's fight or flight. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: And we start off the episode picking up from our cliffhanger. Uh, Molly is mm-hmm. unconscious in bed. She's got an IV in her arm and everything. And she's being fussed over by Matt and Mohinder. And Matt's like, we have to take her to the hospital. And Mohinder's like, no, what are they going to do? Wake her up from a nightmare? What the How, What do I tell them's <laughs> happening? He's all like, okay, so your dad put her in a nightmare. And Matt's like, oh, I shouldn't have asked her. And Mohinder's like, yeah, you shouldn't have. Because <laughs> as I said, it was like he was pushing her to continue. She should have just let it go. But he didn't. And uh, Mohinder's like, well, now you got to go find your father to get her out of this mess. And he's kind of like, oh, I haven't seen him in like 25 years. Which, that gives us a firm age for Matt, because he was 13 when his dad left him. So, Matt is 38.
1: Oh, we get two firm ages in this episode. I'm excited about that. Mm, There you go. Okay. I made a note about the other one.
0: Which, when we talk, remind me later, because we had thought about what Mori did. I have, I thought about it more after we recorded.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, great.
0: So, Mohinder's like, you have to find him. Uh, Molly faced her worst nightmare for you, and you have to do the same for her. And Matt's like, okay, but you know what? I'm going to go talk to Angela Petrelli first. And it's like, Matt, all right, whatever. You know where he is. Why are you talking to Angela? <laughs> so. Oh,
1: man. He is dragging his heels about it, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. So there was, that's our opening scene. Any comments before I move on?
1: Um, No, you pretty much said everything that I was going to say. It's pretty cut and dry. But 38, huh? That is good to know.
0: Mm-hmm. 38, because he was like, haven't seen him in 25 years, and I think he said yep. he walked out of me when I was 13, so. He sure
1: did. Yep. 38 38 at that time Mm -hmm. so is it like a midlife crisis why he does what he does (laughs) later on
0: (laughs) could be it could be
1: oh wow okay
0: all right so from new york to new orleans we have monica who's telling the police about the robbery and she's pretty much like ah it was all a blur i don't (laughs) remember what happened yeah and the cop shows her a picture and he's like, all right, this is the guy we think it is. He's done three other convenience stores lately. He's a local gangbanger. I need you to ID him so we can put him away. And Monica refuses because he's a gangbanger and she doesn't want any blowback. Like, even in the scene, you can see Camille kind of, like, shaking her head at her when he's like, he's, is this the guy who did it? And Camille's <laughs> like, no, don't say yes, you know? And so the policeman's kind of, like, frustrated and he's like, you know, I can't help a neighborhood that won't help itself. Woof. So you get a little background of, like, the area that she's in in New Orleans, et cetera. Mm. So, that's our little dip into Monica at the beginning of the episode.
1: Yeah, I love that. I love Camille in the background, like, no. Yeah, like, don't, no, no. And then when she's like, I don't know, she's like, yeah. <laughs> it
0: was all a blur, I don't remember, it just happened so fast, etc.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've seen enough cop shows to know what happens if she says, yes, that's him. Mm-hmm,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Nothing good.
0: All right, so we're uh, jet-setting from New Orleans mm-hmm. to Ireland. We're back to jet-setting because the only person, yet, yeah, Siler... Maya and Alejandro are not in this episode. Is there anyone else who isn't blatantly uh, Claire? Claire isn't it? Okay, yes.
1: No, nope. nope.
0: no Claire. Because no the silence. way that
1: they zigzag all through the season, like some people have to take breaks,
0: mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. which yeah. isn't terrible.
1: No, no. Yeah, so especially if you're like binging it or have watched it before, I could see some people like on a weekly being like, "Ugh, mm-hmm. I don't care about these guys or whatever." So
0: true. I guess if, like you have people at the same time that are gone. It's like, oh, I don't get this person and this
1: person this week. Snore. Boo to that. Yeah, exactly.
0: But we've got some goodies this week, so we'll continue.
1: No, we do. We do. Yeah.
0: Uh, we're back in Ireland. And uh, Peter's in the pub with Caitlin, and she's closing up early. And he's like, well, it's like, whatever, in the afternoon, she's like, yeah, well, I just want a little bit of this. And they're like, kissy. Kiss, kiss, kiss.
1: Oh, She she needs her legally mandated Peter break. Yes. She gets one every 90
0: <laughs> It's my Peter break.
1: And a meal break. Mm-hmm. If she works longer than four hours.
0: Yep. So.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she's kind of like, well, you know what, Lightning Boy, I'm not sure you're suited for this kind of boring life. And he's like, yeah, I don't want to look in that box, etc. And she's like, listen, Peter, maybe you should look in that box. Like, I know you from what I've known you like right now. and You're a good person. Doesn't matter what's in the box. And, uh she's kind of curious about what's in it now more and more. And he's like, well, weren't you the one who told me not to look in it? And she's like, well, yeah, you hadn't kissed me yet, so I don't want you to look in the box. Giggle. And, uh, you know, so she's like, you know, a pretty boy like you bound to be someone looking for you. And he's like, ugh, let him look.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Well, speaking of someone looking for him, we go on to the docks now, where, look, there's Will, the asshole.
1: How does he still, like, okay... (laughs)
0: Uh, you you know, I don't know why he's still alive. He's just there at the docks. That's the way it is. Or,
1: not even just alive, just like fine. How is he fine? He tried to betray them. Well, like... Ricky,
0: I guess, doesn't hold that much of a grudge. It's not the guy he is.
1: <sighs> I guess he's so. He's not going to hunt him to the
0: end of the earth. He's learned his lesson. Peter's there. He's not going to fuck with them again directly, anyway.
1: I suppose. Still blows my mind rewatching it. I'm like, how? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. So, Will's fine. He's at the docks. Sure. And he's talking to someone who's coming out of a shipping container. And oh, it's a new character. It's a woman. It's Elle. We'll just spoil it right here. It's Elle.
1: (laughs) They don't say her name and we're not going to be like, mystery blonde. Yeah,
0: so it's Elle. Played by Kristen Bell.
1: Welcome to the cast, Kristen Bell, everybody. Mm Oh my god. Woohoo. Veronica Mars is on Heroes.
0: That was such a big get for season two. People were like, really excited about it. And look, we're in episode five when she first shows up.
1: Yeah, she had her own promos. Mm-hmm.
0: This is probably the last of the new characters I think we meet, right?
1: Um, yeah, she's the last of, like, the big ones. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if you go off, like, the Entertainment Weekly shoot, she's the final one. Yes. So. Yeah.
0: Welcome, Elle. Welcome, hey. Miss Bell. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, Elle Bell.
0: She's like, all right, I'm looking for this guy. And she has a picture of Peter. And she's like, I work for a company. We're just concerned about him. We need to find him. Will's like, well, you know, down by the Wandering Rocks pub, I think I've seen him there. And she's like, oh, great, awesome. I'll go get him. And he's like, you know what, though? He's dangerous. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, well, you know, why'd they send a girl like you all alone to get this dangerous man? And she just smiles at him and rounds the corner. And she's like, well, I can take care of myself and start sparking lightning off the shipping containers. She's the reason Peter has lightning day of met before. Oh boy. Mhm. Heroes whoosh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the voice of Shankar. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I'm stoked. I love L. It's an uh, it's not it's not a secret. It's an open secret. I love L. Mm-hmm. I'm really really excited. And uh, look the company's looking for him, so... Mm-hmm. Interesting. wonder what happened after Kirby. see
0: yes, he, he's clearly encountered them before, at the very least. Yep. He's encountered Elle because he's got her lightning. Yep. Yeah. And they
1: had the whole Haitian thing happen, but, I mean, the Haitian can be a free agent sometimes. Yes. So. Yeah.
0: We've seen him in season one. He's acted on whatever interests he feels like acting on. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, hmm
1: Well, I mean, it's funny, because it's like, it makes sense that the Haitian would do what he did with Peter, because look at how he took orders from Angela with Claire. Yes. So, makes sense.
0: Well, she was also above him in the company, that's why she's like, you know, he's like, I've got yeah. orders that supersede yours in season one.
1: yep. Yep.
0: And HRG's all, so. what? <laughs> <laughs> Say what? <laughs> Me? <laughs> in this company, in her life. Oh.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. So, yeah, because that's what's exciting if you look at the photo. That is dead ass him at Kirby. That's what he looks like. Yes,
0: he's got his longer hair because he has his hair cut.
1: And that shirt and that, like, jacket. mm
0: mm-hmm, yeah. like, mm-hmm. Yep.
1: So... Interesting, yeah.
0: Yep, yep. yep. Wonder how that? those two crazy kids met. Well, I guess
1: we'll find I out. I wonder. I wonder. Yeah, I'm very excited to find out. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, whoosh heroes, <laughs> and <laughs> we go into um, Matt. And they're uh, at the police station and Nathan barreling in once again <laughs> to a scene, which is my favorite thing in season two so far. Him just being like, what do you think you're doing interrogating my mother again? Just full on, you know, engines blazing, ready kicks kick some ass. And Matt's like, yeah, no, I got nothing out of it. And he ends up telling Nathan that he gets into the whole business about his dad in Philly And the whole stuff with, like, Molly and how he got into her head somehow and he's dangerous. So he's got to go figure this out to save her and help her. And they're getting ready to go. And I love how Nathan's just like, I'm guessing this is an official police business. (laughs) So you should let me come. (laughs) Because, like, why not? And he's like, it could be dangerous. And Nathan's like, I could take care of myself. (laughs) It's like, all right, sport. And uh, he insists on coming with, and finally, Matt's like, "Oh, all right." And they're like, "Okay, we need to, you know, we need to get a ride or something." And Parkman's like, "But do we?" <laughs> Cause, like, because you can, you know, do the thing. And Nathan's like, "I'm not a cargo jet, Parkman," <laughs> which is the classic line that we all loved very, very much. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that you drew, didn't you?
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: You sure did. Mm-hmm. You drew Nathan. As a cargo jet, which is to say, flying people around. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Staff.
0: It wasn't Matt. It was with a couple other characters, but yeah.
1: Yeah, it was other characters, but yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Guess you are a cargo jet.
1: Guess you are, bud. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! All right, and then back to Ireland, and I wrote this in my notes today. It says Ricky, not Mickey, back at the pub.
0: <laughs> I'm so proud of you.
1: Thanks. Yellow squirrel, Thank not you. a mouse. Oh,
0: honestly. <laughs>
1: I kind of thought that every time too. I was like, "Wait, it's the other animal." <laughs> so, um, so yeah, they're back at the pub, and uh, he he tells Peter, he's like, "Hey, so there's an American girl out on the docks, and she's looking for you, boyo." And I I, I just I had the boyo because someone probably said boyo, <laughs> and uh, they're they're sitting there, and he you know he's warning him because like, obviously he's come to like Peter. And also like Caitlin is an important part of Peter's life. And so he's, he's, he's being a bud for not just someone that he likes, but also someone that his sister is into. So he's like, all right, you know, I understand that, you know, you and Caitlin have this thing and it's really, it's really great. Go, you guys, Uh, you need to lay low for a little while and we'll handle this. We'll handle this girl going around asking questions. So Caitlin has a flat. He tells her where it is. You need to just go there, and we'll, we'll figure this out. Because Peter says that right now, Caitlin is the only thing in his life that means something. Aww. Aww. They are cute together. I don't even care. <laughs> um, like, they are. They are. They are. She's so, like, it's so the trope, though. Like, it really is of, like, the the hero with the amnesia and, like, finding, you know, that new you know, happy, normal life. It's just, oh, you know, it's not going to end well for her. You just know it's mm-hmm. not like, it's just not how these things go. So yeah, that's just a little, little snip over in Ireland. And then once again, it's and not only do we like go back and forth a lot, we have a lot of like little scenes in this episode too, where it's just like a couple things happen and then we go to something else.
0: Yeah. The pacing at the beginning of this episode felt weird when I was watching it. Cause it's like, we're only going right? back between like three different characters pretty much.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. You kind of forget other people even show up until about, like, almost the middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Going back to New Orleans, and Monica and Camille are there, and uh, Camille wants to know what the hell happened, because she says, Mr. Lamont said he's never seen anything like it, like what Monica did when she basically drop kicked that guy. 619 uh, Tim, I believe it is called. That's the Mysterio move that she used. Mm-hmm, okay. Is that 619? I think it's 619. I wrote it in my old notes, but yeah. Um, Monica's just like, I don't know how I did that. But she's like, I think I learned it from watching it on TV. And, you know, when she said it the first time, I was like, oh, just from watching it on TV. Like, I saw it on TV. Teehee. But she's really trying to be like, no, I think I just saw it and now I can do it. She's like, my body's been doing things before my brain even knows what's happening. Uh, You know, she mentions, like, the tomato roses and everything. And she's talking with her friend and she's talking to Camille and she's just like, you know, I was I was supposed to be somebody. I was supposed to be the first person in my family to go to college and, like, now look at me, you know. And she's just kind of feeling a little sorry for herself, which, I mean, who can blame her? You know, she's in a really difficult situation. So, I, I don't, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't sit there being like, oh, fuck up Monica or whatever. Like, no, <laughs> no, she's in a really, really tough situation. That was a horrible tragedy that occurred and um, for so many people. And, yeah, I, I, I'm really excited to see... This progression of her character. But yeah, any, any thoughts about this this moment? Yeah,
0: I like how Camille doesn't brush her off.
1: Me too. Me too. She's such a good little Zach.
0: She's right. not like, oh, you're crazy. Yeah. She's like, it'll be okay, Monica. Yeah. And then, you know, they hug it out and everything. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's great.
0: Yeah, she's not like, ugh, yeah, you're crazy, like a... girl. What are you talking about? You're crazy. Uh, no, 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 no.
1: Right? She doesn't need that on, on top of everything else. No, no, just so.
0: supportive. That's all.
1: It's a good choice. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's go back to Philly. Matt and Nathan are there outside of Mr. Parkman's apartment door. And Matt's still really, like, hem and haw about it. He doesn't (laughs) want to knock on the door. He doesn't want to do this. He doesn't want to face this. He doesn't want to deal with this guy walked out on him. And, uh... He's like, I spent half my life thinking about what I'd say. Now I can't even knock on the door. And who is the hero in this situation but Nathan who just goes, huh. And then he knocks on the door first so that they have to face it. Like, and it's so great because he tells Parkman like two or three times too. He's like, get your gun out. Get your gun out. Like, this isn't your dad. This is a suspect. Like, you need to get your head in the game. Figure shit out, Parkman.
0: (laughs) They're lucky Nathan didn't just open the door because that's what he loves to do.
1: (laughs) Good, good point. Good point. It was probably unlocked too. Um. So yeah, I just love Nathan. Just like, all right, knock, knock, knock. Like here now, we have to face it. Mm -hmm. Like oh you little scamp. Um. So you know, they they yeah they knock on the door and instantly when they try to get in, Maury pulls a fucking shotgun on them. And uh, he's all, like, freaked out and lying about everything when when Matt tries to question him. Like, oh, he's super innocent. Uh-huh, yeah. And they, uh, they're they able to get the uh, shotgun away from him. And uh, na- <laughs> how, how, how great was it for you to, to see that again? Nathan handling the shotgun <laughs> like a boss. <laughs>
0: Delightful. Delightful.
1: I'm good. When he, you know, unloads it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh. Goodness. Yeah, that was, that was a moment. And so they're inside of his apartment and, uh, he's like, Hey, I had to have a weapon cause I didn't know if you were coming to kill me because look, 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 look what's on this desk. And he has a Helix photo of himself from the company photo as well. So interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt tells him about Molly. He's like, you know, she won't make up. So you have to fix it. And Maury finds out that uh, Nathan is uh, Angela's kid because, you know, they mentioned about, like, Angela Petrelli and everything. And he's like, oh, which one of her kids are you? And I was like, oh, he knew he knew both of them. He knew that she had two kids at least. Mm-hmm. And Nathan Nathan's so great in this. He just wants answers. He's very, like, the let's stay on track, let's focus, because he has no emotional, you know, skin in the game. He's just like, I need to figure out what's going on, and he needs to save his mom. And Maury's like, so, you know, we were just a group of people. We found each other years ago. We thought we could save the world. Just the kind of line that they're all saying, which you just know is not entirely true. Because it's like, they're just all saying the same thing. It's like, yeah, that was their intention. But what really happened? <laughs> That's what we want to know. And Nathan's like, just read his mind Matt. so we can get the hell out of here. And so he tries and he gets nothing but static and interference and pushback and Maury's like haha not so easy you know and he's like you know we're we're not so different matt like let me tell you there's all kinds of you know things you don't know kind of you know talk is where he leads off and it's like oh we're not so different after all even says the thing oh he says the thing <laughs> uh, he's like just unlock these cuffs you know I'll, I'll 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 give you all the answers you need and then that's what happens in that scene
0: yeah mm mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Slippery ol' Maury Parkman. <laughs> Indeed.
0: Now, now is, I think, a good time to talk about what I was thinking about from last episode or whatever it was with the oh, picture.
1: Sure, yeah.
0: I think we were talking about maybe he stole from Linderman, but, like, that photo is clearly not a 25-year-old photo. hmm And we know he left Matt 25 years ago. So he clearly mm-hmm. left Matt and was in the company, at least then, if not earlier. He probably was in there earlier. I don't remember if we get confirmation of that in an episode in another season, but... He clearly joined up with the company, so I don't think he took money from Linderman. He was just one of their, you know, one of the companies. Yeah, especially,
1: especially when we get the idea of how big his power is. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, God, he probably fucked over so many people before he even came involved with the company or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, all kinds of crimes. Yeah, I was
0: realizing that. I'm like, oh, that photo is not 25 years old, etc. I doubt he took yeah. money from Linderman. It doesn't seem like he's good in hiding point. that much, you know. Mm-hmm. Let alone, who's going to stop him? Linderman, what's he going to send after him? You know?
1: Nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So not much. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think that's pretty much my comment on that.
1: And and Nathan and a mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. He's good. Handling it very, very <laughs> adeptly.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: It's like, oh, you went on some some, some waspy hunting trips in your day, didn't you?
0: Like- <laughs> well, I also liked it because it was like when they first broke in, uh Maury was like, Who are you? Who are you? And Matt's yep. like, put the gun down. I'll tell you. And Nathan's like, oh Parkman. And then it's like, oh wait, Matt. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Little Maddie. Yeah. Oh my boy, mm. I miss you so much. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Ain't nobody believing this shit. Nope, yeah.
0: nope, nope.
1: I love it because Nathan's like not only not emotionally attached to this, you know, he's also a goddamn lawyer, so he's very like distant and very focused mm-hmm. and like. Let's get answers. Yeah.
0: Yep. Let's get answers. I just
1: love Nathan in season two. I really yeah, we
0: do. get to see a different side of him than what we saw in season one, which was the tight politician. Everything's got to look good for me to get reelected, and we get to see him cut loose yep. a little more in season two.
1: But then it all is a perfect stepping stone to what becomes Nathan in the show. Like, yeah, it all works. Mm-hmm. I would argue. Mm-hmm. So, as we've said many times before, so.
0: he's always been this way.
1: He's always been this. Same guy.
0: thing with Matt. He's always been the way Same he ends Same thing with up. Matt.
1: Matt. Are you fucking kidding mm-hmm. me? Like, yeah. This episode is one of the biggest turning point episodes for Matt Parkman as a character. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yep. I agree. Yeah.
0: So, let's go down to New Orleans again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we get to see Monica come home to Micah playing the piano. And oh man, Nana is delighted. She's like, "Oh, we have a musician in the house again." And so Monica goes over to him, and Micah stops, and she's like, "No one has touched that piano since uh, her mom died." And he's like, "Oh, I can, I can stop. I'm sorry." Nana said, "I complain." She's like, "No, no, no. Keep going." Micah's like, "Yeah, I miss my mom too. She wouldn't tell me where she was going." And Monica's like, "Well, my mom always said God didn't, doesn't give us anything we can't handle." And then she starts joining him playing the piano. And Micah's like, oh, you can play the piano, too? And she's like, no, I've never learned. (laughs) And then Micah stops, and she's just going wild on the piano with her fingers, just kind of like doing it without her realizing it. Mm -hmm. And uh, she kind of stops, and Micah's like, well, if you can't play, then what was that? So I guess it's more than just TV. It's our Mm -hmm. first example of her doing something that was not just on TV. She just watched Micah play and could play. Yep. Yeah. So a little sidestep into New Orleans. Thoughts come. I
1: like how, yeah, I like how they shot how she starts playing. Because mm-hmm. it starts off pretty chill, but then it gets really like, whoa. Yes. Like, I, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, no, can she not fully control herself if she starts seeing how to do a thing and starts doing it? hmm like, like a little taste of it's not going to be that easy for her all the time. Yeah, a little danger. Depending on what she learns, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Speaking of danger, no.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, Mohinder. Oh my
0: god! Makes a phone call to HRG. He's watching over Molly still, and he's like, "We are running out of options for Molly. She's getting worse." And HRG's like, "Just take her to the hospital." And again, he's like, "What do I tell them is wrong with her? What are they going to do?" <laughs> yeah. He's like, "I want to take her to the company," and HRG's like, "Do not take her to the company." Which, by the way, HRG is right next to the Haitian, and they are clearly in Odessa, Ukraine, right now.
1: They're in the Ukraine.
0: He's like, don't take, them to the, don't take her to the company. The moment you trust them with something you love, they will have you. Mm. He's like, remember whose side you're on, Mohinder. And Mohinder's like, I'm on her side. And that's how that scene ends there.
1: Yep. He's on her side.
0: Her side. He's going to help this child who is in his care.
1: Really great foreshadowing for, you know... Like, what's to come in, in regard to keeping Molly safe, too. Mm-hmm. Like, he's going to do whatever he ever needs to do to do that. Yep. Yeah. He's got
0: his priorities in order, honestly.
1: Oh, my God, right? He's one of her dads. Yeah,
0: he's trying to protect his child.
1: He has to do what he has to mm-hmm. do. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not a problem Bennett is equipped to deal with because Claire could never get Do you know what I mean? Yes.
0: Like, yes, that was not a problem Claire would have.
1: Yeah, so that was not, every you know, something he ever had to really deal with. Mm-mm. This is a different thing when your child is in pain and you can't do something about it, so you have to go to people who can. Yep.
0: And it's not like the company didn't know she existed. Bob has yeah, said right? we're not going to interrupt your little arrangement you've got going on right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: This episode really, as we move along, colors Mohinder's view of the company. It does. So mm-hmm. So let's go to Molly's other dad. <laughs> <laughs> And they have Maury uncuffed. He's sitting in a chair now. And he's like, when I found out that I could remind, I used it. I was a real scumbag. I used people. And he's like, and then we came together. We, a few of us did. We found each other somehow. Mm. And, you know, whatever they wanted, they did. And then some people started to go bad in this little group. And he, tri- he tried to stop them, Keisha.
1: Oh, what a hero. He tried to stop
0: them. That's why must be why I wow. was where he is, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, Man, Matt, the thing that we can do reading minds, it starts with that and then becomes so much more. And he's like, I can't I can't and Matt's like, Oh how? And he's like, I can't explain. You know what? I'll show you. Come come with me to this back room, Matt. Come come, <laughs> come, come, come. And uh Nathan was kinda like looking like unsure, but you know, Matt goes with him and the door slams behind him. And Nathan immediately gets up and starts banging on it like Parkman. And Matt's suddenly in a jail cell.
1: Oh boy. Getting
0: yelled at by a warden. And uh we then cut back to Nathan who manages to bust the door down. And where is he? He's now on the DeVoe rooftop, destroyed, ash falling everywhere like the bomb had gone off.
1: Just like full nuclear winter.
0: And then we cut back to Matt, who's like, I'm not supposed to be here. And the guard is like, Yeah, no one is and then we see Maury Parkman quack out of the door, and he's like, pleasant dreams, and he leaves the apartment. So Matt and Nathan are both trapped in their dreams right now. Dun-dun-dun.
1: Goodness. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: What well, a little shitlord, Maury Parkman.
1: I called him a villains-level scumbag.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Oh. Yep, yep, yep. He ain't no Siler, but, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he
0: knows what his power is and he knows how to use it.
1: And he clearly enjoys using oh, it. Oh yes. Oh man. I love the idea of it's not just reading minds. Yeah. And that it can grow as an ability. Um, because just on a practical level, like doesn't matter that Eden's not around, don't need that power anymore, doesn't matter that Candace didn't work out, don't need that power anymore. We can combine it in one person. Mm-hmm. So
0: Look at all you can do, Matt. Look at you.
1: Look at you. Or at
0: least you have the and potential the, for it at least.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely the potential. We haven't seen him do really anything like this mm-hmm. at all. He has to, he has to be able to to go to there. Yeah, now I'm curious about who where the first instances of him doing it. I'm I'm going to be curious to look out for that of Matt doing it. Of, of Matt doing more than reading a mind, of learning how to make people do what he wants or see. Yeah.
0: I think, I think we like, do a little yeah. bit in this episode coming up, so, yeah. Just a tiny uh, glimpse.
1: yeah. Yeah, I think a tiny glimpse, yeah. But, yeah. But, um, it's definitely, I think, the moment you said, but, like, I want to see, like, the first, like, him yes. intentionally, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. knowing he can do it and then doing it, um, Oh, I just uh, had a comment about how uh, I've forgotten that the voice of the guard in the jail cell was all distorted, like, Twin Peaks style. Mm-hmm. I wonder what he was saying, like, backwards or whatever. Yeah,
0: backwards. Yep. I- I'm sure it said something, too, but I haven't bothered to try to <laughs> figure out what and it yeah, is. Yeah, it's
1: probably just the same thing he already said. Yeah. Like, no one is, or whatever. Yeah, no
0: one's supposed to be here.
1: Fuck Maury Parkman. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's, other than...
0: He's our first villain of the season. Oh yeah. Other than like Siler coming back, he's our first actual like oh this guy's a piece of shit.
1: Yeah, but Siler is super defanged yes. right
0: now. So So mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, it's interesting. It's like, okay, so this is our first like post like Siler, like villain. Like, yeah, yeah, it, you know, the guy definitely has a great power. Um but, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to see how much more Mori we actually even see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I, I feel like, uh, I still feel like that two-person job theory is a... Yeah,
0: right? Is <laughs> You know? I mean, sure, he had a picture there, but, like, mm-hmm. how easy would it be to draw it mm-hmm. on your own picture, you know? but
1: Super easy if you're the one doing <clears throat> the cutting. Cutting up the little heads doing the little draw. Mm-hmm, yep. mm-hmm. Uh Uh-huh, sure. Oh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, Uh, let's go over to Japan. It's been a little bit since we've been over there.
1: Whoa! What? We haven't gone back and forth into Japan. No, I
0: know. And we're with Ando in the present, and he has taken the scrolls to a specialist, a conservator. I'm not sure what the guy's title is. And he's like... These were left for me by a friend and they're damaged and I need help reading them. And so this guy's like, I would be delighted to be the first person to read these in however many centuries it's been. So he uses the little some sort of chemical to make the writing show up a little more. And we get, you know. <laughs> he starts reading it and it says, Dear Ando, and the specialist like looks at Ando and is like, um, it's a common name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so funny. Blink.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll so Hiro goes on to speak of the trials and how it has brought them closer to save Yaiko's father. And he's like, man, it's like a storybook, but more tiring. And we mm-hmm. see him and Kensei running up to Yaiko who's like working on this painting and has this big map in front of her. And they bring her the final piece of the map to find Whitebeard's camp. And they kind of like they're like, oh yay, woo-hoo, we did it. <laughs> and was like, yeah, it's all, it's all going according to plan. Kensei and Yaiko's love grows. And you can kind of see him as he says that, like, Hiro's being like, Lesai.
1: <laughs> oh, God damn it, Hiro Nakamura. <laughs> oh.
0: Mild spoiler, a lot of, when we get to the end of the episode, we're going to talk about deleted scenes. And there was a lot more mm-hmm. um, Kensei deleted scenes in this episode. So we'll see a little bit more insight into that relationship later on.
1: Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's not all it's not all cherry blossoms and sweetness. Mm-mm. It's still pretty contentious. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah. Any other brief comments on um, Kensei and Hiro and Ando, who's also Ando in the past? Apparently, like that's kind of weird.
1: <laughs> I love that. It's a common name. <laughs> Just, it's fine. <laughs> Keep doing your thing.
0: Yeah, that conservator guy, whoever they got for that, is pretty great.
1: Yeah, he's good. He's real good. Mm-hmm.
0: Very good at, like, the physical comedy aspect of it, just, like, the the extra yes. big looks at him and stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, and, it, and it makes sense that he would just, you know, as somebody, like, restoring stuff, he'd be like, well, hell yeah, I want to be the first person to read yeah. this. Like, yeah, that fits. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's pretty much all I have with that little bit. Yeah. So back in New Orleans in the present day as well. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Um, I was like, as well, because Ando's the framing device. True. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Micah comes up to Monica and he's like, hey, so I think I know what's up with the thing with the piano and all that. And he goes over to the television set and he's like, so when I told Dame that I could rig the pay-per-view, it's because look and he turns the TV on by just touching it, just with his mind. Turns it on, turns it off. And he's all smiley, and he's like, I think it runs in the family. Like, we have powers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, he says, like, my dad, he could walk through walls. And my mom, <sighs> don't even get me started on my mom. Um, <laughs> I just love that. He's like, let's not go there. That's complicated. <laughs> um, and so he's like, I think what you can do is like this. And he busts out his Ninth Wonders, which yay, he still has his comics. Um, and he shows her Saint Joan, who's a muscle mimic or a copycat, and he's like, That's like you. And uh, she shows him she'd been making you know all the tomato roses, and she's like, Look, I can do this, and I can't do this, but now I can. And so, Mike is like, All right, well, here, let's test out what you can do. And it's such a cute, goddamn moment of like pure joy. And um, excitement about the potential of being more, especially for somebody who's been knocked down by life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like so Team Monica. I really yes. am. I love that. My mom, ugh, don't yeah, oh, don't, do
0: don't get me started.
1: <laughs> Such a teenager thing, too. Just like, oh, my mom, she's got issues, man. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But yeah, yeah. When they're all like, "Oh, my dad can walk through walls," and she's like, "DL is like, yep, you know, DL in his grave." All right, um, yeah. Now I'll do soft Justice crying. For DL, yeah. Justice, for, Justice DL. for DL. Justice for Monica. Honestly, <laughs> yep. 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 All right, yeah. Good lord. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we go over and up. Oh, Mohinder, sure enough, he brings Molly in. Who could blame him? You know, he he can't take her to a regular hospital. He's right. Mm-hmm. So she's in bed. She's resting. Bob's clearly stoked she's yep. there, by the way. Mm-hmm. He's like, tee-hee all go- going according to plan for sure. And uh, he goes over to Mahindra. He's like, OK, great. So, you know, Molly's being taken care of. Everything's fine here. I have someone else that uh, I need you to go get, basically. Someone else who needs us. And he's like, excuse me? <laughs> You're sending me into the field? Molly needs me here. And Bob's like, mm, no, you go where we need you. And he looks at it, you know, the little file. And he's like, oh, here, you're probably going to need this, too. And he gives him a taser. And he's like, this is how you help people? By tasering them? <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's like, yeah, Mohinder, welcome to it. <laughs> and Bob's like, mm, yeah, it's easier to ask forgiveness than permission. Do what you got to do to get her in. <laughs> and uh, before they can continue this, so there's, a, there's a ruckus. And uh, down the hallway comes, hey, it's Nikki, who we mentioned in the, <laughs> in the scene before. And Mohinder's like, Nikki? <laughs> He's just like, what the hell? Like, this day is too much for him. And she immediately comes upon him, and she's like, oh, out of my way. And she goes, and she puts Bob in a chokehold. So again, she's like, fully got Jessica's strength now, as Nikki. Like, that's a thing. And Mohinder, well, he uses his new toy, <laughs> and he tases her. Because that's how it's done at the company. Oh, it's so great. Oh, I just love Mohinder Nikki? Yes. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I, Where'd you come from? I died. I was like, Nikki? <laughs> oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. But yeah, any, any thoughts on this little bit in the company? Yeah,
0: I, I think that, like, yeah, I liked how Bob was very much like, you know, this is all, it's procedure to keep everyone safe. People aren't in control of their mm-hmm. powers. That's why I need a taser. Molly is 100% mm-hmm. our top priority, but there's other people that need you, Dr. Suresh, and we have to send you out in the field to yeah. do it. It's uh, yes, very much trying to keep, you know, Mohinder in on the company's good graces and being like, yes. we are, th- we're more important than just one person. We need you to help other people.
1: And it's not just the, you know, by virtue of your blood, like being able to heal people. Yes. Like, no, like you're in this, then you're in it.
0: You're capable. You're
1: fully in it. There's no half in at the company. You're all the mm-hmm. way. As we see with other people later on, too. So, it's, like, it's just so great when he's, like, by tasering them, it's, like, oh do you not remember what happened to you <laughs> <laughs> Like, holy shit. Look at fucking, you know, Zane Taylor in a photograph, Zane Taylor, quote, mm-hmm. quote. And he'd be, like, oh, he's harmless. And then, yeah, you know. So. Yep, yep, yep. Yep.
0: Bet you wish you had one of these for Siler, bud, didn't you? Huh, huh, huh?
1: <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe I mean, well, it probably would have ended the same way still. Couldn't even keep him down with drugs you think as a shock's gonna do it. Like, yeah.
0: It'll put him down for a second, then he's gonna get it back up more pissed. Oh, he's gonna be mad.
1: He's gonna be so mad. Yeah.
0: If he doesn't just stop the prongs in midair, you know what I mean?
1: Oh my god, yeah, good point. It's just fucking, uh, yeah, which he does later Mm -hmm, on, mm -hmm. I think, um, with someone, but yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah, that's a fugitive thing. That's totally what he does. They try to tase him, but he's like, nope.
0: You can get him right now. He's powerless. Taser would knock him down.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh, if Mohinder, you know, yeah. God damn, I can't wait for that episode. (laughs) It's so good. It's coming, we're getting there. I know, I know, but just, yeah, that dynamic of Mohinder, in theory, having Siler where he would want him, but Siler can still keep the upper hand because of all of his machinations through the season, like, oh, yeah. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Fuck. It's so good. All right. Anyway. So, we go back to Micah and Monica, and they're out on the street, and they're trying to figure out what she should try for her cool copycat power. And there's a guy skateboarding. And Micah's like, kickflip? And it's like, oh. Uh. And then, you know, there's some people playing basketball, and he's like, slam dunk? And he's like, uh. And then there's these girls doing uh, double dutch. And Monica's like, you know, I always sucked at double dutch. Me too, Monica, me too. <laughs> and uh, couldn't do it. And so she goes over there, and it's so great, because it's totally that thing where they're, what, those girls are maybe like 13, 14 And Monica is in, like, her early 20s, and they're like, get out of here, old lady. Like, yeah, that's such a thing. That's such a fucking thing. And so she's like, okay, no, let me do this. Also, don't call me lady. Like, come on. Like, I'm not that much older than you. Just be cool. Mm -hmm. And she learns by watching them do it first. And so when she hops in, she absolutely kicks ass at it. And it's just like, yeah, it's like I said before. It is a really cute moment. It's just pure joy and powers. It is like... The opposite in every way of like what we call the Siler sin. Like she loves it. She is all about it. And and uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know, justice for Monica. I yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, like this fucking whole thing is just gonna make me so mm-hmm. ah about what happens. Which is not even a bang. It's a whimper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah.
0: <laughs> My comment is there are a lot of M names on the show that I realized at this moment.
1: There sure are. <laughs> Micah,
0: Monica, Mohinder, Matt, Molly, Maury. <laughs>
1: yeah. Six in this episode, ma'am. Six. Yeah, that's a lot of mmms. Yeah. Yeah. Crap. <laughs> that is a lot yeah. of Ms. Wow. They really should have flipped around the name, like baby name book, a little more. Um, <laughs> it's like the spine is broken. At the yeah. Ends, so, it just keeps... so they just keep <laughs> opening yeah. it, and they're like. Mm. <laughs> clearly this name yep yep yep. oh boy so we go back into ireland and we see caitlin's flat for the first time and peter walks in with her and it's just it's it's nice because we we get a little more flushing out of her character she likes to paint she does painting oh boy (laughs) (laughs) it's just it's just like fucking. It's uh, it's Chekhov's gun, is what it is. Man. <laughs> and, like you see that that painting set up, and it's like, oh no, <laughs> something's gonna happen, and you better believe it does. Um. So yeah, he's learning more about her, and it's so cute. She's like, "Don't start liking me less now that you're peeling the mystery." And uh, they just have like this nice little moment, and they're sitting there, and Peter is obviously struggling, and he's like. I, I, I gotta face who I am, you know? Like I, I I do have to face who I am, but whatever my life was before, this is where I wanna be now with you. So it's okay because guess what, Rachel? They're gonna open the box. Woo! Woo, the box. Uh yeah, so he's very like, Okay, this is who I am now is here with you. Why I was before, doesn't matter. But you're right, we should also see what it was and so the box contains peter's passport do you remember the fun little typo on peter's passport female
0: right <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah 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 yeah
1: yep. yep. which is whatever what i'm interested in is the fact that we have a second uh um uh, um, I don't know. I can't age? Words today, confirmed just, age? Birthday? Yeah. yeah, but, um, confirmed. That's confirmed. the word. I yeah. was, like, validated? No. Dude, I
0: couldn't remember megaphone yesterday. I was, like, <laughs> thing that makes voice louder? I was, like, trying to, like, Google it that way and wasn't coming up with it. And then finally, like, my brain clicked and I was, like, oh, megaphone. Okay.
1: <laughs> this pandemic brain thing, it's gonna just have bad consequences in the years to yeah. come. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. It's, like, when I was talking about Perry Mason at work, and I couldn't remember matthew reese's name for the life <laughs> i of me, that and i was so ooh, angry like
0: nothing makes me madder ooh. than i when i can't remember yep. a fucking actor's name and i'm like
1: i know it Ugh. i straight up pulled my phone out was like give me a second <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah oh fuck i was so
0: oh, bad man.
1: uh anyway the box contains peter's mm-hmm. passport we have confirmation of peter petrelli's age in the year 2008 He's 29.
0: Yeah. Claire was 16, y'all. Fuck off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Relatives are not. There's nothing cool about that.
0: Yeah. We were right. He was like, late 20s. There we go.
1: Yeah, 29, mm-hmm. because we always fudged around mm-hmm. with it um, when we talked about them, but yeah, he was 29 in season yep. 2. Because we always said, like, yeah, like, Siler was probably like, early 30s.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Nathan probably probably like almost 40 do you think
0: yeah he's 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 around matt's age because i think i think they even say at some point like there's like quite a difference in age between nathan and peter
1: nathan and peter remind me a lot of me and my sister and we have an eight. yeah i was gonna
0: say i think it's about eight nine years apart yeah yeah Mm
1: -hmm. yeah so yeah he's 29 there's your confirmation. It doesn't matter to anyone except for us hardcore fangirls. Just like, oh, cool. You know, <laughs> like, that makes writing fanfic easier, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, just know that kind of stuff. There is also an open ticket from New York City to Montreal. What? What? Mm-hmm. Why is Canada getting involved in this? Weird. And then there's uh, there's the photo with him and Nate, yep. right? And he's like, I don't know who that is. And then my heart broke. <laughs> and, <then laughs> and he's, you know, looking at the stuff and they're talking about it a little bit. But then Peter glances over and he sees that she has a blank canvas. And sure enough, you know, we, we put that gun on the stage at the start of the play. You know, it's got to go off. So he goes over to it. <laughs> and immediately when he goes over to it, he starts seeing the painting on the canvas before he even paints it. And his eyes go white and so he must paint. I'm sure he'll just paint something nice and it won't lead them into danger or, or you
0: know like
1: just paint him and Caitlyn making out. There, there
0: we you go, go. kisses.
1: Yeah. Okay. Mhm. I'm sure it'll be fine. He won't paint anything terrible at all.
0: <laughs> I loved Caitlyn watching him like what the
1: fuck? <laughs> I know she's like, "Oh great. He's a he's a master painter as well." This can't
0: guy. a girl have one thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
1: Not with the sponge around, you can't. <clears throat> yeah, I think the
0: box had, like, a couple dollars and, like, random paper, and he's like, what the hell am I supposed yeah. to do with this? And, yeah. Yeah.
1: hmm Yeah, some cash. He's like, all right. Yeah. Oh. oh, the Nathan thing. I don't know who mm-hmm. that is. Oh. <laughs> oh, my Petrelli yep. heart. I don't know who that is. Yep. Moving on. Oh.
0: yeah. Sad day. It was important enough to have it with you, Nathan. I mean, Peter. I I always fucking fuck their names up for some reason. It's like, in my brain, they're just like flip-flopped. It's Peter. Peter. That is Peter. It was like at the beginning of the other episode, I called him fucking Peter. I was like, Jesus Christ. Damn Petrelli's.
1: (laughs) Those darn Petrelli's. Yeah, Yeah, so, um, after all of that, that's what's in the box. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's there's a little bit of mystery, but mostly it's just like yeah, like the crap in his pockets. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: nothing that just specifically said go here.
1: <laughs> nothing that says like <laughs> it's like his fucking his birth certificate. You were Peter Petrelli, like mm-hmm. you know, you did this and yeah, yep. Which is so funny because like if he if he had the moment, you know, and you know like L wasn't you know trying to find him, and he actually had that calm life for like longer. He could have just, like, Googled the last name.
0: Probably, yeah.
1: Like, huh, all right. I don't think he would have, like, cared, per se, maybe. But, like, I don't know. He's just like, oh, maybe. But he's the one who's just like, mm, I don't even really need to open the box, though. So yep. He's still running mm-hmm. from it. Can't keep running for long, TikTok. Can't
0: run forever, as we are about to see. Mm. So let's go slightly down the street. We're not going very far. So we're going back mm. to the Wandering Rocks Pub, and down in the pub, Ricky's moving boxes. He's closing up, and suddenly Elle's in there, and she's like, "Oh, I've never been in a in a pub before. What do I get haggis?" And he's like, "No, no, no, <laughs> you get it's like <laughs> stew. <laughs> you get stew here." And he's like, "But doesn't matter right now because we're closing up." And she's like, "Oh, but I, I'm looking for a guy." And he's like, "Well, the best time for that is after a football match." they're ready for anything after that and she's like no i'm looking for a specific guy and she shows him the photo of peter and he's like oh never seen that man before in my life and she's like cool thanks and then like she starts to leave and stops like but you know the thing is i went down to the docks and they kept saying he was here and he's like i don't know what to tell you and she's like well that means either you're lying or everyone down there is lying and it's kind of hard to tell who's lying here and he's like, I-, I don't know him, lady.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so she's like, oh, fine, whatever. And she turns to leave. She goes to the door. And he's like, yeah, sorry, I couldn't be more help. And she's like, yeah, so am I. Instead of leaving, she locks the door, sparks the lightning off the doorknob, turns around, and shoots a massive lightning bolt in Ricky's direction. Ugh. Uh-oh. That's not
1: good. I I dare say we won't find out that Ricky has a power and can heal from that. (laughs) I I think he's Mm -hmm. pretty
0: much. Yeah, Yeah, bit, bit.
1: I love Elle's whole, like, Columbo thing. Where she's like, one more Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And just her whole, like, it's just, uh, it's kind of hard to tell. You know, like, you can feel, like, her getting, like, oh, no, she's ramping up to something.
0: Like, she's getting more and more
1: upset. Yeah, don't upset her. Oh, mm-hmm.
0: man. Like, oh, uh, just, you know, uh, someone's lying to me. I'm trying <laughs> to find this guy.
1: Just trying to find this guy. And everyone's And they're saying the he's hall.
0: at the Wandering yeah. yeah. Rocks pub, and you're saying you've never seen him before, and someone's lying to me, and it's either all of them or it's you. What is it?
1: <laughs> oh, I, lo- I love the classicness of just, like, going over and flipping the sign and locking the door. It's like, oh, no. Bye, bud. hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Rip. Rip that guy.
0: But we won't find out anything about that yet. instead let's go to new york where they've got nikki restrained in bed now and bob's looking over and she's all like oh i'm so sorry and he's like it's okay nikki we knew it wouldn't be easy multiple personality disorder is a terrible affliction and we'll get you well again and i think he gets a phone call because he has to leave and as soon as he's out the door Mohinder's watching him he's like trying to unstrap nikki real quick and she's like what what are you doing he's like i'm gonna get you out of here and she's like Mohinder, I came here on my own. I'm not a prisoner. I didn't think anyone else could understand my problems, but these are the only people that can help me. And this clearly takes Mohinder back. You can you can see the, little, the gears turning in his head <laughs> at this scene. That, like, yep. she wasn't taken. She's like, no, I gave up my son to be here. They're helping me. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I love how he just, like, you know, Bob just leaves him alone with her. And immediately he's like, I'm gonna get you out of here. Like, fuck that guy. And, uh, <laughs> It's, like, Mohinder's, like, the employee that immediately disobeys his boss <laughs> as soon as they're gone. Like, the boss is, like, don't you come onto the sales floor? And he's, like, yeah, I won't. And he spits it out. And then he just puts another piece back in. Mm-hmm. As
0: soon as he's gone.
1: Like, that's so Mohinder. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. yep. <laughs>
0: like I, He's, like, oh, I gotta get Nikki out of here. I gotta blow everything for this. No. She's, like, I'm, <laughs> yeah. here, on, I'm here on purpose, dude. Chill. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, and, you know, it's interesting we see that, too, because it's, like, yes, there is an element of deceit with what they're doing Mm -hmm. with her, as always. But it also really gives you an idea of the levels that still exist in the company, where, you know, we kind of saw with, like, Eden getting Isaac clean. Like, they can help people. Yes. It is a thing they're capable of doing. It's not all, like, jail cells and conspiracy.
0: Mm -mm. As I said, how many people have you actually seen the company murder of special people? They tend to not want to kill people. I mean, they definitely didn't want to kill Siler. (laughs)
1: i mean like he's just too good of a weapon to let go of and they know Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. because it's clear from how they treat him and then like peter later on that shit is rare the more than one ability thing and you don't want to just squash that Nope, and and it's absolutely their arrogance too that they think they can control him or peter Um, they've got the uh, or the hubris really that's more hubris but yeah definitely hubris they're like no no no. we can get this contained i'm like can you though (laughs) because both of them they're very like the i'll be in this cell if i want to be in this cell Mm -hmm. people and the minute they don't want to be they're out and there's nothing you can do about it you can't get in their mind that deep whereas other characters it's different you know like we're seeing with nikki but yeah it's cool i I think it's kind of cool to see like the company can help Mm -hmm. people you know, we, we've painted them as this big bad and they can be sure in the, you know, certain perspective, but they can also potentially help someone fix herself and get her family back as much as she can. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Mahindra is getting a taste of that side now, other than just HRG being like, they're terrible people. We must never trust the company, even though I was in it.
1: Right. Cause it's, it's one perspective. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, to him they've not been great, and he's also done the the ugly part of yes. the company. That's all he's really mm-hmm. done. So yeah, it's like you're saying: how many people has the company killed? How many people has Noah helped? Yes. Versus the other mm-hmm. thing, it's all a matter of of perspective. Exactly.
0: So we're still in New York. Well, no, we're in um, Philadelphia, correct?
1: We're, we're in a New York City Yeah, mine, the, Yeah, true.
0: Yes, that is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, God. I hate myself. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So we've got Nathan, and he's in that fucked up New York still. And he's looking around like, we stopped it. I don't get it. And someone behind him says his name, and there's a guy lying on the ground. He's like, oh, my God. Peter? No, it's not. It's it's burned up him. It's the fucked up version of him that he's been pissed off about. And fucked up Nathan says, you can't run from me, Nathan. <laughs> And then we flip over to Matt and oh my god, in the cell, there's a baby in the floor. Now. And he's like, Oh my god, there's a baby in here. Someone help this baby. And <laughs> he turns around and oh my god, now Janice is holding the baby. Sup, Janice.
1: Oh and god. He's, Obviously his thing would be those. Of two.
0: course. <laughs> and he's like, oh. Janice, is is that baby mine? You said it wasn't I wasn't the father. And I love it. She's like but you can read minds. You looked in my head and saw the truth and you still left. You left him like your father Ooh. left you and like, you're going to leave Molly. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. I was like, but is she wrong? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> my notes little commas like
0: LOL. True though.
1: <laughs> oh man. Controversial. Get yeah. Yeah. mhm
0: <laughs> And then uh the guard throws him down on the floor and we cut back to Nathan who's double is egging him on and they start to fight and we see this fight kind of breaking out on both sides. We see Matt fighting the guard and Nathan fighting himself, and we realize that they're fighting each other in the real world.
1: It's shot so well, the above the like ceiling like the ceiling mm-hmm. shot of them, and then realizing that they're in the same room. Yeah,
0: they're fighting each other. And the first to snap out of it is Matt. And he realizes it. And Nathan's on top of him, like, choking him out. And he's like, Nathan, stop. And he's able to stop him by getting in his mind and being like, Nathan, wake up. Nathan, wake up. Nathan, wake up. And they snap out of it. And they're both kind of kind of on the floor. And he's like, God, now we know why Molly calls him the nightmare man. And so Nathan's like, how are we able to stop it? And Matt's not sure how he was able to stop it. So Matt gets up. And they said, all right, well, you know, Maury's gone. We got to look around, and find a clue. And he's like, God damn it. I, I knew he was a con and I shouldn't trust him, and I did anyway. Mm. And then Nathan is like, well, now we know where he's headed. Because what did Nathan find? He found a photo of Bob Bishop.
1: Oh, boy.
0: With a helix on it.
1: Oh, boy. So it
0: looks like Bob's next. Dun dun. Dun dun dun. Epic fight scene. <laughs>
1: Woo hoo. <laughs> It is a good fight scene, because I think, like, I mean, they seem like the kind of actors who just, like, were so friendly and so trusting Mm -hmm. of each other that they would just go there. Because it really looks like Pazdar's choking the shit out of Grumper. Yes. (laughs) Like, yeah.
0: Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Which you'd have to be.
0: Enjoying a refreshing beverage? (laughs) I sure am.
1: Excellent. (laughs) I was like, it's gonna get warm. (laughs) Anyway.
0: <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Let's go to Japan! Yeah. Where Japan! Ando is still looking at the scrolls with the conservator. And uh, Hiro continues. He's like, we're headed for Whitebeard's camp now. And they're about to crest a hill. And Hiro is uh, walking up with Yaiko and Kensei. And he's like, Yaiko, you should stay here for your own safety. And Yako's like, my father told me how to fight and I want to come. And Kensei, he's like, you know, yeah, she can come. As you wish, my love, we'll defeat him together. And he takes her hand, and they go over the crest of the ridge, and everyone's heart drops. Because (laughs) what do we see but a huge army over the ridge? And he's like, well, I guess we'll have to (laughs) defeat his whole army. And you kind of see Kensei and Yaiko let go of their hands as uh, Hiro continues in the scroll. Will attack tonight, and then the scroll kind of gets cut off because it's too damaged to read. And Anna's like, "Oh my god, I need to know what happens. Does hero die? What happens?" And <laughs> the restores like, "How should I know?"
1: His like, "Bitch, <laughs> how would I know?" Face, oh, how
0: should I know what happens? Oh, yeah, man. so Ando is left on a yeah. cliffhanger for them, as are we with the episode. Anyway, yeah.
1: mm-hmm. they're about yeah. to attack it. It's yeah. all meta we're and what conference. happens
0: here what happened
1: i just had this thought that like okay so the trio of them mm-hmm. right so kensei hero and yako yako whatever i'm gonna say it different yeah. every single time um they remind me <laughs> i don't know they remind me of that also iconic trio in um ferris bueller's day off and if so who is Ferris Bueller, Kensei or hero? I say hero because he seems like nothing touches him. <laughs> <laughs> and Kensei was the sad boy like Cameron is later in the movie. I don't know why I'm saying all this. I just feel like it works. And then and then Yaiko is Sloan. And <laughs> I'm going to look at you
0: like Steve Rogers because I haven't seen that movie. So I, I just gonna be like, uh... I don't understand that reference.
1: <laughs> you should see the giant spike I just made. In, I'll uh... hear it later. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. You are from Illinois. That movie takes place in I've Chicago. been to the art institute oh. with the painting. I know like scenes and stuff from it. Fuck a duck. Yeah. Oh my god.
0: Wow. Anyway, away
1: from I said a re- I said a really clever thing and no it's
0: Nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, well they'll appreciate it and I'll just like expose myself or whatever. It's fine. Oh
1: fuck. No, it's fine. Anyway. Um
0: I liked how, like, Kira was like, no, Yeko, you have to stay. And she's like, I'm going. And Kensa's like, of course she can come. Come with us, Yako
1: <laughs> You dumb idea. Well, I appreciated person. that he
0: wasn't also like, no, you have to stay. You must stay.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. It's like, ugh. Come on, man, there's a whole army They didn't there. know
0: that. They just thought it was a camp over the hill, and they saw it, and they're like, well, Oh, that's f-.
1: true, and then they crest it. Yeah, yeah you're right, you're right. And then it's like, hey, remember how I said you should go in? Yeah, maybe that was <laughs> like, a terrible
0: idea, and you need to stay here while I go in there and <laughs> cause it.
1: And hope I don't get my head knocked yeah. off. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: This is more than 90 Angry Rodin, yo.
1: <laughs> yeah, from what I understand, the, 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 you know, the prevalence of decapitation is quite high in a battle <laughs> scenario, so... He should be nervous. So, back to New Orleans. Monica is at home, and she's flipping around on the TV, and she finds a Bruce Lee movie. And so, obviously, she starts using that to mimic the martial arts moves, which is great. And uh, Micah comes in again, and she's just like, what do you think this all means, having these powers? And Micah's very team, I think we're supposed to be doing something with these powers. Which is still kind of like the, the leftover from, like, season mm-hmm. one, you know, where it's like, okay, we can do this stuff, now what? And it's kind of like, um, she kind of has a fun, uh, it's like the thing we talked about in season one where it would have been cool if Claire did the thing she talked about pre-Kirby about, like, going on patrols and saving people. Well, this is what Monica's story is really mm-hmm. going to end up being. So we get to kind of see that happen still. And she decides, well, okay, well, we need to keep this just between us for right now. And they do a cute little pinky swear and everything. I love them. They're so fun. And there's a knock at the door. Huh. Who should show up right now at Monica's door? (gasps) But Dr. Mohinder Suresh, who's like, guess what? I'm the man who is conveniently placed to answer all of your brand new questions about your power you just figured out you (laughs) had. He didn't say that, but I, I said that for him. Um,
0: he kind of says that. So, yeah, uh,
1: (laughs) he kind of does, though. It's like, Jesus Christ, Mo. Like, yeah, just calm down a little bit. Like, you don't even know if she knows yet. (laughs) like, what the hell? I love how they're just like, nope, full steam ahead. We're just, we're getting into this. It's Mohinder. So that's who, uh, whose file, uh, Mm -hmm. he was given by Bob. It's, uh.
0: Well, I assume the company has people everywhere and they know, like, they saw security footage or something, they're like, oh, she's manifested, she's on the, like, you know, fam- familial list, oh. time to go down and say sup.
1: Oh, there's probably some, like, newspaper article or something about her, like, saving mm-hmm. the restaurant. 100%. There's, like, a small town. Can
0: you imagine people. having that job at the company where you just sit and have to scour through <laughs> newspapers and TV footage and, like, looking for people, like, hey, this is kind of special person, let's see if they're in our
1: database, yes, they are, or... Let's mm-hmm. be honest... That's not a job. That's what the interns do. True. That's what the interns do. (laughs) You think the
0: company has interns?
1: I fucking 100%. I'm sure they have interns. that offers, like, a risk of them leaving. Well, they can handle that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I think we both know they can handle that. Well, back in the day, before everything all shook up, they would just bring the Haitian in at the end of it. Touche. You're like, you don't remember nothing. This is where you worked. And then they have like some boring like office job internship that they can put on a resume, but we would know what they really did. Fair point,
0: ma'am. Fair point.
1: <laughs> Yay! You I do, win you for win. Wins. I give you fair point for that.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yay! That. Oh my god, the kind of crackfic going on in my head right now just saying this. <laughs> it's like, could you imagine what it would be like to just, you know. Oh my god, you're just like a company intern, you're just trying to like do your best and then like the outbreak in villains <laughs> happens. Like <laughs> holy shit. Just trying to get college credit, man.
0: Well, we've seen that they have multiple facilities, so who knows what facility that the fucking interns are based out of.
1: I would say Hartsdale cuz it seems like ah, True, true. I don't know. Now now I'm on this whole thing in my head about This, it. this is the
0: problem. <laughs> We're company girls and we like to like sit and ruminate on company shit. <sighs>
1: Because they didn't ever give us yeah. enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, feed us. We're baby birds. Beep, beep, us. Peep, 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 um, yeah, peep, so, peep,
0: Speaking of baby birds, aren't yeah. you?
1: Speaking <laughs> take of, us to this. <laughs> and, and the company. Yeah, take us shit. to this company child, please. Okay, so we see Elle sitting in her, uh, her rental car in the rain outside of the pub. And she gets a call. Who is it? We'll find out at the end. And it's clearly like someone who's like her boss because she's talking about the job that she's on. And she's like, no, no, I'm fine. And she's like, no, I just, oh, I mean, like, I had to, okay, I had to use like a little persuasion with this guy, that's all. And and, then, you know, you like clearly can tell on the other line the person's just like, oh, L, (laughs) like, come on. And she's like, he's just some guy who cares. Like, she's getting all pissy that this person cares that she killed a guy. That's obviously what happened. Because this is clearly not the first time Elle's done this (laughs) on a job. And uh, it's such a great scene because you don't even hear the other person. But it fills out so much of her character and her dynamic Mm -hmm. to come. And so she gets, like, she's all proud of herself because, you know, she's she's on the job. She's going to find Peter. And then she's just brought down throughout the course of this, like, two-minute phone call. (laughs) Like, the person's mad that she killed someone thinking that she's not doing a good job. Maybe she needs to just come back home. And she, at the end of it, is basically told, yeah, come back home. And she's all upset. And she goes, sorry, Daddy, it won't happen again.
0: Dun-dun.
1: Ah. So, if y'all wanted to see what Claire growing up with the company could have looked like, here you go. Yeah. It warps people. Elle is Claire's Mm -hmm. shadow self. That is 100% true. And they really lean into it later on. Yes, ma'am. So. I just love it. She goes from being so proud of herself to just brought down. Like, oh, poor, poor girl <laughs> with her daddy.
0: <laughs> the person on the other end, like, did you kill someone? All right, I killed, killed him. him. <laughs> He's just some guy. What, God,
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not
0: important. It's like, Elle,
1: we can't kill you people. Kill pretty, pretty sure you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> yep. Way to draw attention. We were trying to do this quietly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be exciting to to see. Who's her dad? My assignment. And I almost <laughs> have him. I almost have him. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, it was so good. She went from being like badass femme fatale to just like oh, mm-hmm. poor, poor little, poor little daddy's girl who can't make her dad happy because she fucked yep. up the job. Yep. Who's
0: her dad? You probably can guess. Maybe you can't. Who knows?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard to guess. Mm-hmm. But yep. Um. So we see what Peter painted in Caitlin's flat. And it's two people outside of some building, like outside of a door. And it's pretty vague at first, but then it's like, huh, the street signs are in French. And she's immediately like, could it be Montreal? You know, like (laughs) the plane ticket in your box set? (laughs) Because I swear to God, Peter was almost like, I wonder if I need to get a (laughs) France. Like, you know, (laughs) pretty or smart. (laughs) Um, So, no, she's like, I bet it's Montreal. And he's like, huh. Yeah, maybe. And so this mystery starts unfolding, but when it does, Caitlin gets a call, and it's bad news, and they go to the pub, and we see what Elle did to Ricky. It's brutal. Mm. He's a husk. He is charred to shit. He is burned beyond recognition. And uh, she's super, super, super upset, because she just lost her brother and peter's there for her but he realizes like okay he can't just have that normal life he can't just hide he can't run because people are gonna come and this is what's gonna happen some people are gonna get hurt that old you know chestnut and so he's gonna have to face it and he's gonna have to find out and uh, i bet they're gonna go on a little a little quest together probably yeah so.
0: to be continued
1: to be continued yeah poor ricky Man, like, he didn't even have a chance, you know? He wasn't like a little bird. No, he was, he was like Uncle Owen and
0: an Aunt Baroud. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sure was. Like a vampire in the sun. Um,
0: yeah. Also sure. that, yeah.
1: <laughs> also that. Well, I just rewatched what we do in the shadows, so it's very on the front of my mind. Mm, um,
0: yeah. Gotcha. So.
1: so that is the end of the episode proper. Uh, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty good episode, because uh, you get, like, mm-hmm. L, hello, hello, Kristen Bell is amazing on Heroes, I've always got really salty that people wouldn't, like, mention mm-hmm. her being on there, and I was like, but she's so good on there. They like
0: I, to, like, yeah. oh, I, they, they get that, the Mariah Carey gif of, oh, I just can't remember, I don't, I can't read. <laughs> I yeah. mm-hmm. can't read,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, no.
0: Okay. Let's uh-huh. talk the deleted scenes. There's five of them. All right, let's start okay. with our first one. Yes. First one titled, Look, cool. Yaiko, he had it all along. So this is like a cut middle of the very first hero scene in the episode. Um, we see them bring back the map, but half is missing. And Yaiko's like, where is the map? It's only half of it. And Hero's like, well, it must have been torn in battle with the bear. And she's like, well, go, go back and get it, because we need it. And Kensei's like, oh, hell no, I will not go back and get that map. That guy was a monster. And... <laughs> Hero freezes time real quick as he's like mid yelling about it. And he gets the map and he puts it in Kensei's belt, unfreezes time, and he's like, oh, wait, look, Yaiko, it's here in his belt. He had it all along. And Yaiko, like, <laughs> looks at him and he's like, that wasn't there a moment ago. And she's eyeing Hero suspiciously. And then we see the scene kind of pick back up where he's got both the pieces of the map and he's like, all right, we've got it, it's all going according to plan, etc.
1: I am not going back out
0: there. <laughs> it's like a little extra character development with Kensei and um, Yaiko. Oh
1: my god! Yeah, I will, so, that guy so was good. a
0: monster. I will not go back to that. No.
1: <laughs> Hell nope. no! I am not. Don't you try to boot nope. me there, either, <laughs> spaceman. You stay yeah.
0: away from me, hero. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do not
0: touch my shoulder. Yeah. No, hero just went and yoinked it himself. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No worries. Yeah.
0: So then we have another Kensei scene real quick. And uh it's called And She Hits Me Hard. And this one is a completely cut one. It is uh they're on the way to Whitebeard's camp. And Hero says, history is falling into place, they were they're falling in love. And we see Kensei walking back with Yaiko, and he leans in to get a little smooch, and she slaps the shit out of him. And she <laughs> storms on up to where the horses are with Hero and she's all like, Screw this, I'm gonna go rescue my father myself. <laughs> and Hero's like, what the hell just happened? He runs back to Ken's like, what happened? He's like, she's impossible. That's what happened. I reach for a mere thank you, and she <laughs> slaps me hard. And Hero's like, well, you have to go after. Her. And he's like, no, 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 fam. I don't want to get slapped again. It's clear she hates me. What's the point in being invincible if love can hurt so? Oh. And Hero's like, you love her. And he's like, of course I do, but I can't tell her that. And <laughs> Michael's riding off on a horse, and he looks at Hero, but you can. So, ah. Oh,
1: no. Mm-hmm. I just love how both the scenes are kissing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: what is the point of this? Yeah. You get to see hero kind of like uh, really trying to course correct time and <laughs> keep the ship right in. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I understand why they're cut, especially considering the other couple scenes here. All right. We'll do the final Kensei one. And it's titled You Think I Don't Know You, Hero." So here comes Hiro, striding up to Yaiko in the full Kensei armor with the mask. But this time, Kensei is watching him do it. He's behind a tree and he's watching the whole thing. And she's like, ugh, you can only speak your mind when your mask is on, huh? And Hiro's like, only through this mask can I truly speak my heart. And he's like, I wish we'd met in another place in time and then I could tell you my truth. And she's like, well, what's your truth? And he's like, I love you, Yaiko. But I must be a hero first. And part of me wants to forget the mission, forget the future, and just spend eternity here with you under the cherry blossoms. But that is not the hero's way. So it's honestly, hero talking about himself, but you know.
1: Oh my god, right? Be more Mm -hmm. subtle, except not. (laughs) like Literally just saying hero stuff right now. He's
0: like, I'll fulfill my promise to you and save your father. And the world. And... Yako moves out to him and she's like, The clothes belong to Kensei but not the voice. You think I don't know you, Hero? And then we hear the little whoosh noise as she moves to take the mask off. And sure enough, she takes the mask off, and who's standing there but Kensei now? And she's like, Oh, it's you, my fair haired samurai And then they you know, they kiss. And Hero looks on, now he's behind the tree and he's all sad.
1: Oh, Hero, yeah. come on guy.
0: It's very like Shakespearean. Like you can be my voice.
1: Oh, it so is. It's, it's hardcore, mm-hmm. like, Pygmalion, yep, yep. man. Yeah, I think, like, uh, I can't decide whether what they had in works better or if this I works better. I think
0: the reason that they cut this is because of the two alternate scenes we're about to get into and them giving more padding to Monica, which Quite I lovely, think, honestly, honestly. worked, worked great. Worked great. Well, yeah. We don't miss these. I like them because, you know, I dig the Kensei and Hero and Field Japan stuff, but I understand why they're gone.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, this is fun little character moment stuff. But sure, you know, to keep the story moving, I understand. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other two delayed scenes for this episode are both Monica based. And we see Monica watching the Bruce Lee film again. And we see um, (laughs) her doing the moves again and everything. And this time, it's uh, her brother, Damon, who sees her. And she's just like, oh, uh, hey, I'm late for work. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, stops doing it and picks up and leaves. And he just throws up his hands and practically says to the camera, I'm the only normal person in this family. (laughs) So take that, Lyle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) War of the brothers. Yeah. And then... uh, yeah, so that's just like a different take on it, which I think is fun. And then her second scene is she's taking the garbage out at work, and uh, the gangbanger comes back, which is pretty realistic, honestly. He's just like, "I'm not gonna let you make a fool of me," you know. This time, I'm uh, I'll kill you because she's like, "I'll kick your ass, bud." She does like the Bruce Lee like stance. She does the knuckle crack, which is like so great. And he pulls a gun on her though, and it's like, "Ooh, shit!" And so she immediately is like, "You know, don't you know, please don't hurt me," and. What happens from behind, except for the guy goes down hard because he's just been tased by hey, it's Mohinder. So there's a different version of events wherein Mohinder meets Monica first, and it's by saving her from this guy who was probably gonna shoot her. And she's thankful, but he's like Don't thank <laughs> me yet and he tases oh, her too. <laughs> And that is uh, how he mm-hmm. could have met Monica the first time. Uh, I think the version they chose works much better.
0: <laughs> thousand percent. The That, keeping Micah tied in more to it, and having mm-hmm. her and Micah bond more. Yeah. I think it was a good choice all, all around to just get I rid do of those love, Kensei.
1: Mm-hmm. I do love the progression of quote-unquote badass Mohinder in season two, though. <laughs> I really do.
0: In caps, I wrote, and then he tases her. What a beast. <laughs>
1: beast yeah
0: <laughs> what a beast oh my god oh my oh god hunger. yeah mm-hmm. we,
1: we get it you're a badass now <laughs> like it's very that meme like whoa look out mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so yeah a couple a couple there i think the next episode we get one or two as well
0: yeah and <laughs> the next episode we have mm. a couple yeah
1: cool beans uh yeah so that wraps up uh Fight or flight. Some big developments, you know? Some pieces moving into place, some new characters, hey. so
0: Again, nothing horrible about the episode upon rewatch. No. No, no one stood out as like, uh, I'm gonna go nap.
1: <laughs> it's like, it has a slightly different tone than season one at times because of the way that the stories are structured. They have different genres per character, if that makes sense.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. you've got like the kind of a like, heroic fantasy thing with hero, you've got, like, the, the darker, like, mystery thing with Matt and Nathan, and then, like, you know, the Peter stuff, the man on the run, so to speak, and, yeah, like, it's just different types of stories, but this is not bad. No, not in the slightest. Ugh. <laughs> uh,
0: like, yeah, I think the beginning of the episode has weird pacing, but I think that is because they cut yes. a few Kensei stuff out and decided to move it t- closer to the end in order to put in more with, uh, Monica.
1: Yeah, it's straight up weird to have, like, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and then a the new thing, so... hmm But you get used to it. Yeah, no real complaints to, to speak of, so... Good yeah. job, season two, you're hanging in there. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not fucking trash. It you're is, not. as I've
0: said, people fall off beginning of season three, and we'll get into yes. that when we get there.
1: Okay, villains is the gauntlet. Yeah. It is absolutely the gauntlet of, of most people I know... St- got mad then and quit or like yeah mm-hmm. yep or afterward so yes yep season three is the thing that one's gonna be a lot more like us being like well okay <laughs> you know <laughs> like, <laughs> that was a that was sure a thing they did and then yeah but season two i mean ultimately it's kind of too short to do that much harm no so. no 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 and, uh, it's obvious they're just trying to figure out what some characters are going to be now that season one's over. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, definite trial and error on screen. Mm-hmm. But, yeah.
0: But I love Nathan and Matt together.
1: Same. They're great. Hazard um, and Grunberg are just wonderful together, so it just goes on the screen.
0: Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um,
1: yeah. I like Mohinder's journey. Yes. Um, I like Peter struggling with, uh... His, Because, uh, you know, he was season one. He was the guy who was like, yes, let's all be heroes. Let's do this. And now he's the guy who's like, Uh eh. Being normal would be pretty cool, actually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, we got that. and Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Monica's great. I have not a bad thing to say about her. Like, I- I'm really like Team Monica more than ever now. Yes. So I think that she is a new character who was correctly done Um from, like, casting writing uh story implementation so.
0: we'll we'll see about the other character <laughs> oh, once we man. get more into the meat and the potatoes we'll see how much oh, in the boy. was in the past fangirl colored we, we I can both admit, admit there was some we both know it. I
1: fully admit that that was a lot of it yes um but i am i am saying like i'm eager to see the rest of it sure mm mm-hmm. mhm but I, I have to say, like, man, I'm, I'm not changing my opinion that mu- as much as I thought I might. I'm just like, oh, this, this stuff's not good. It's not great.
0: We'll so. see. We'll see. Yeah. We're yeah. in the boat called We'll See. All right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> for sure. Our SS, will See. Yeah. Yep.
0: will on okay. the docks, boy. All right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right.
0: All right. You ready for the socials, people? you can follow us on Twitter. We are at Eclipsed Podcast. If you want to follow our personal accounts, I am at thatburb there. Burb with a B, like Bob Bishop. And Keisha is at lady underscore snark S-N-A-R-K. Yeah. What are you tweeting about lately, Keisha?
1: Uh, losing my goddamn shit over the Batman trailer.
0: Yes. Delightful. Delightful.
1: Yep. My you, Rachel. Have I tweeted lately? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs>
0: Squints into the distance. I don't Just remember.
1: do a tweet so you can talk about it every week. I think it was like,
0: so it was just like Animal Crossing from a couple weeks ago. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> you can email us, eclipsepod at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, we have an Instagram that will be linked in the show notes. Come join us over on the Discord. That will also be in the show notes.
1: Come join us there. That's the best place if you want to, like, talk heroes or get a hold of us. Yes. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, There's talk. still people hanging out there. Yep, so.
0: talk some heroes. People will get notified right away if you talk. Yeah, easy clap. Uh, like I said,
1: I'm taking gift requests. If people if people want to see a thing that they don't have and they want to see a gif of it, I, I will make it because it's real easy now. So yay. yay! I have to unlazy myself and make a bunch, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: Well, that's the episode, everybody. Thanks for joining us, and we will okay. see you next time.
1: Bye-bye. Bye. Next time on Eclipse, Peter finds out that he has a pen pal in Montreal. Siler dead ass tells Alejandro he's going to murder him. Bennett and the Haitian go on an art hunt. Mohinder breaks expensive company equipment, and it's going to be taken out of his paycheck. Hero tried to build a hero, but instead, well, let's say he didn't quite do that. Two men always having a good podcast you want me to make snacks for you and your friends (laughs) will you bring snacks you want some
0: croissants